Danny of Consultant Presents What's the Line Podcast, Week Nine. I'm your host, the meticulous Mark B, also the host of Annie of University. Shout out to uh, Fresno State this past week. Shout out to those, those boys got it done, Rome. I know you've seen that. I don't sure know where Rome, I don't know where Rome was this week, end of the end of the week, but you know, binging. But nah. <laughs> so um, I'm yeah, like I said, I'm also the host of Annie of University, also a participant in the What's the Line Monday Morning podcast. Um, and we have. Speaking of that, we had on, on there recently, Salman, how you feeling this week? I'm good. Um, I'm actually upset about my, my performance and picks for that podcast. The Chiefs let me down yet again. So, you know, whatever. But I'm feeling good today, week nine. <laughs> yet again, another ugly week in slate. But I'm here. Here. All right. Dog days of the NFL for sure. Papa Keith's back with us. How you feeling today, Keith? I'm all right. I'm all right. It's crazy because last week, the week I missed, it's actually one of my better weeks on the little sheet and I be doing or whatever. So, you know, it is what it is, bro. We're here. <laughs> all right. All right. So he's back. He's, he's, he's heating up. Rome, people's champ. How you feeling today, Rome? Week nine. Uh, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Week nine, not too good in the past two weeks, but I think we're turning the corner just the way I've been handicapping. So we'll get there. Just, just early morning, or early week bets have just not been good for me thus far. So I just need to clean that up and make sure that I'm sharper this week. All right, let's get right into it, gentlemen. Thursday night football. Uh, it's a stinker matchup. It looks like the Jets, J E T S, Jets uh, at the Colts. Colts favored by ten and a half points. Over under forty six and a half. Uh, both well, Colts coming off a loss. Jets coming off a win. Uh, Ron, what do you think about this game? Yeah, right now, this is the one game that I have handicapped all the way through just because it is 72 hours from kick, which will probably be nine hours from kick when you guys actually hear this podcast. So uh, line is 46 and a half, Colts laying 10 and a half at home. Only angle that I really like right now is the under on this game. Uh, I, I think uh, this is one of those weird uncorrelated parlays where I think the Colts could actually cover and the game goes under. Uh, Jets, Matt White obviously looked sharp this past weekend, 400 yards in debut and the win at home. But, I mean, that was an obvious letdown spot there for the Bengals coming off one of their bigger wins in franchise history in the past few years in Baltimore the week prior. So uh, I think they kind of regressed back to who we thought the Jets were. Uh, I don't think the Colts are too much pleased with how they've been playing the past couple of weeks. I mean, obviously the bad weather game two Sunday nights ago and then this past weekend in division game where they allowed to come back after being up 14-0 early. So uh, I think this is a get-back spot for the Colts. I think the Jets kind of revert back to who we know them to be, which is a team that doesn't score many points. This is Matt White. This is a guy that is a third-string quarterback. So one sample size is not going to move me to think that, you know, he's going to be the guy going forward. And then you take in the one sample size and you say through for 400 yards. Well, what do we think will happen? Do we think if he plays 10 games, he's going to throw for north of 400 on your 400 yards? Or do you think that will regress back down to 200? I'm willing to bet on game two. It regresses back down to 200. And uh, so I like the under here on this game. And uh, I mean, if, if I do have a correlated parlay out there, it would not be with the total and the uh, and the dog. It would be with the under uh, and laying the points at home with the Colts. Uh, Matt White, prior uh, Western Kentucky quarterback. So he's used to throwing the ball. So what he did this past Sunday, I wasn't too, too much shocked with. I mean, obviously, it was surprised to see him do that in his debut, but I wasn't necessarily shocked. I mean, he comes from a, a past happy offense, WKU. They throw the ball about 50 times a game. Uh, very electric and spread out air raid type of threat. So uh, I think this week he just gets a just gets a shot of what it is to play in pro football, specifically with the defensive pass rush that, you know, will probably step up and make some plays here this weekend. So under on 46 and a half, possibly laying the points with the Colts. All right. Uh, quickly, Rome, I agree with you on that under. Uh, I think both teams, Jets not going to put up many points. Definitely regress to the mean. And then I think the uh, the Colts, I will lean towards them with the, with the points. Um, I think the Jets are, you know, I mean, they, they were in that you know, perfect spot last last week. But um, eight, just eight twenty-one and one against the spread as a road dog. The Jets are since twenty seventeen. So I, I lean with the Colts minus the ten and a half. Salman, what do you think about this game? I think it's an ugly game here. Uh, I'm gonna lean with the Colts simply. Uh, they, I mean, they've been they lost to the Titans last week, of course. But prior to that, they kind of were either playing some really good games, either winning or just like barely losing. They've kind of been finding their stride. Uh, Carson Wentz does crazy Carson Wentz things. 
that kind of puts his team in predicaments, bad predicaments, that is. So, you know, they're, they're kind of on the up and up. So the stat you uh, always talk about, P, is that the fact that Cole's defense only allowed two rushing touchdowns on the season so far. Jets are last in the league rushing the ball. So you have to revert to the, the Matt, Mike White, whatever his name is, to go out here, you know, off a short week, off of going crazy last week. Um, so I think it's going to be a little bit too much pressure here. It's probably going to be an ugly game, but I think the Colts should win, uh, but I'm not not touching this game. Yeah, uh, if anybody, maybe Crowder, Corey Davis, play, you know, I don't know, but uh, I, I don't know. I don't, it got to be a lot of plus money there this week. Keith, what do you think about this game? Yeah, man, I, I got to like with the Colts here. Um, with uh, everything that you guys said, I definitely agree with. Um, the reason I, I tend to like it is just a motivation factor. The, the Jets are as high as they're ever going to be right now. Uh, they're coming off the biggest win. They just beat the team who was coming off the biggest win, uh, the Bengals. Uh, I was kind of expecting it. It was a perfect letdown spot for the Bengals. They had they had a very tough schedule coming up after that loss to the Jets. Um, I, I definitely was expecting them to kind of be looking past them. Young team, riding high. Um, so I was looking for the Jets to, to show up last week. Um, on a short week, I don't, I don't see that happening again. Uh, you got a coast team who's coming off a, a major heartbreaking L to the Titans that had uh, major implications for the for the division, uh, but they have a little life um, in the fact that uh, those division leaders are probably going to be a little uh, handcuffed for the rest of the season, um, losing um, an MVP candidate in Derrick Henry. So I think you're going to get a motivated coach here. I expect them to cover that, but I do agree that um, uh, with Rome's point with like the under because I think it's just going to be tough for the Jets to, to score points here. When in that Bengals game, they came out firing. Um, you know what I mean? Shooting first. If one thing the coaches always kind of do in all the games is they they come out fast. Um, whether or not they're able to sustain that is uh, is the question. I think against the Jets, they are able to do that. Uh, so I like the coaches here. All right, Thursday night football wrapped up. Let's go into the next game: Browns at the Bengals division matchup. Bengals favored by two and a half. Total of forty-seven. Um, I guess I'll start with me on this one. I'm gonna like the Browns in this spot. Um, every time I, I feel like I try to tell you guys, anytime you see an AFC North, uh, you know, road team catching points, they, they usually cover all of them are like six, 55 plus percent against the spread uh, that's in the division in that spot um, under their current regime. So I, I just like the Bengals. I mean, the Browns in this spot to go against a Bengals team. I know it was a, it was a letdown spot last week, although they, they did play well some in some spots offensively. It feels like they were up. A couple possessions and um, just just drop the ball with turnovers. But this Browns team, we know they're motivated. Another, I mean, another loss now. Um, Baker, I, th- I thought Baker didn't play too bad last week. I thought like some some uh, there was a fumble by Jarvis, which is so uncharacteristic of him. Uh, some you know OBJ just looks washed. Um, but I, I don't. I, just, yeah, I think I, Baker Mayfield has looked bad, and I think that's been. And attribute to fair enough, fair enough. I'm not I'm, I'm not trying to make a Baker Mayfield, but if Jarvis holds on to that ball, like they I think they won a game. Like it, it's, that was a huge drop. Yeah, that was that was a huge fumble. So um that's all I'm pretty much saying. I think they're gonna be able to put this uh, team in a position to win. Bengals cannot run the ball, they're one-dimensional. And um, you know, the Browns are seventh in offensive uh, I mean opponents passing yards per game, uh just giving up over 220 yards. So I'm gonna take this bang uh go against this Bengals team was just 8-11 and 11 against the spread as a home team under Zach Taylor. Um, and, you know, I, I can only look up the home team because how many times have they laid points in this spot? So um, they're only 8-11 they're and 11 against the spread. I'm going to go with the Browns here in this spot. Rome, looks like you disagree. No, I, I don't. Ironically, I like the Browns here again this week. I liked them last week. And no posting, no? No. <laughs> no, no, not this week. Not this week. Um, I mean, we go back to last week just real quickly. We talk about Jarvis Lindsay dropping that ball. They were laying four and a half for, you know, at some points five during the week on that game. So to say that if he caught that ball, they win that game, it doesn't matter. They're not meeting expectations right now. They're not covering ball games. They're at 500 in terms of covering ball games this year at four and four right now. So, uh, yeah, everything that everything with that said, Probably gonna play the Browns this week. Two and a half at home. I don't really necessarily like playing specifically on a team that's not used to laying points. And at two and a half, that's where a team where I would say, you know, it's a spread. You know, obviously a field goal is three. So I'd say at two and a half is where a spread is. Anything less than two and a half, you're basically playing with the money line unless something very, you know, you know, strange happens there. So here I think this is a real line at two and a half. And I think the Browns are the right side, catching points, going back to your point, AFC Road Dogs, uh, 10 and 8. 
going back to about three years ago uh, on the road. So that's yeah, under Mayfield. Oh, okay. I'm thinking this is AFC North teams. This is just the Browns. I mean, that's just the Browns, but all AFC North teams are 55% or, or greater under their current regime as a, as a road dog. Okay. Okay. Well, that works. Um, yeah. I mean, I like the numbers here specifically with uh, the health and the injuries coming back for the Browns and the Bengals, you know, I think this is where you would think they're a bounce back team, but I think this is where they find their stretch where we realize that the Browns aren't as good as we all thought that they would be and as hot as they have been. So, uh, yeah, give me the Browns here in a run game. Obviously, Bengals defense has been pretty good this year, but uh, I like the Browns here on this one. And I know I don't sound too confident with it. That's just really because I ended up liking the Browns last week and jumped off, just liked them for most of the week and jumped off them at the last minute. And I didn't, I didn't really feel good about my sound in Pittsburgh either. So, Going back to the well here on the Browns on Tuesday night, uh, I do like the Browns. All right, Sound Man, what do you think about this game? Bengals favorite by two and a half, total 47. Actually love the Browns here. Um, potential Sound Man special, one of the few dogs I like this week. But since we're all on the Browns, I might not make it this Sound Man special. Um, I like the Browns here basically because of some, the AFC North thing, right? I think last week the Steelers were in the situation the Browns are in this week. It's like this is a game we probably should need to win. I think the Browns, you know, definitely have underachieved so far. A lot of turmoil. Everything you guys said, uh, Jarvis dropped, Jarvis fumbled, very big uh, plays. Everyone's still at Baker's head. I think this is a very pivotal game for them, very important game for them, um, just in the terms of their season as well as the division as well. You win this, you're 5-4, and four, the Bengals are 5-4, and four, whatever the Steelers do, whatever they'll do, and then the Ravens, obviously, but... I think this is um, a game. They're going on the road. Let's just shut up all the noise. Let's get a win here. The stats are in their favor. Um, and then, you know, hopefully for the Bengals, man, that'll be two two big L's in a row for them. So, you know, but I, I love the Browns this week. Potential sound man special, depending on how, how Keith sways after his pick. So. <laughs> all right, Keith, looks like you lean with the Browns. Yeah, I mean, it's honestly just a slightly. I don't have much for this game. These aren't two teams that I'm particularly, like, itching to bet on, honestly. Um, I, I like the Browns here because I feel like that defensive unit just may be um, the best unit on the, on the field. I mean, it's it's, it's to be said. that That's going to be the biggest, you know what I mean? Obviously, the I feel like the biggest struggle is, like, how, how Joe Burrow and that offense will, like, adjust to playing, like, that defense. Um Whoever kind of wins that battle, I think you know what the Browns are going to do on offense. They're going to try to run the ball, control the clock. Uh, I feel like, honestly, this game will be just as ugly as the Thursday night game that we just mentioned. Um, but, yeah, it's a slight lane with the Browns for me. All right. Uh, should be mentioned. Uh, we already mentioned the 10-8 and eight against the spread. Road dog for the Browns. 8-11 for the Bengals. His home team against the spread. Uh, um, nothing much really jumps out. Oh, Browns eight and twelve against the spread division games under Mayfield that does jump out. Next game, Broncos at the Cowboys. Cowboys favored by ten now. Open at seven and a half. Look like the Dak train is uh the Dak money's coming in. Total forty nine and a half. Uh, give me some stats out. Um, Cowboys now twenty eight and twenty and one against the spread after a win since twenty sixteen. Um, <laughs> just 16, 18, and one against the spread as a home fave, though, during that span. Broncos, nine and seven against the spread road dog since 2019, 17 and 10 against the spread non division games. Sound man, what do you think about this one? Cowboys favorite by 10. I want to say shout out to the NFL schedule makers. I like how they be doing the back to backs with teams playing certain divisions every week in their inter conference, out of conference stuff. It's pretty nice. Um, uh, obviously, they played us last week. Now you're playing another NFC East opponent here. I don't have too much for this game. I'm just going to fade the trend of the Cowboys covering uh, every single game they've played in this year. I have nothing for this game besides that. I'm going to lean Broncos here and just pray that um, <laughs> they cover the plus 10 at this point. Um, obviously, you play the Washington football team. We are the get-right team. Uh, their defense, I mean, granted, our offense doesn't do too much, but, I mean, their defense did their job against us, held us to 10 points, uh, a couple turnovers. So I'm pretty sure Dak will be out there. But maybe, you know, the Broncos could muster up enough defense to slow this offense down and just cover the 10. So I'm leaning Broncos here. Yeah. All right. For me, uh, originally, uh, I was going to like the Cowboys minus the 10, but looking at their home fave stats, uh, and then we also talk about fading trends. I'm going to quickly just go. I like the Cowboys team total under. Probably going to be about 29 and a half, 30. 
got Dak coming back from an injury. We know they can run the ball well. They they have run the ball well, two running backs. Um, so, you know, to get 30 points on his Broncos defense, just, it, it has gotten better the last week or so since they, you know, they revamped that uh, defensive line. Um, so I, I'll take the, the Cowboys team total under the 29 and a half, uh, which I expected to be. Rome, what do you think about this game? Yeah, only angle that I have in this game is the under 49 and a half, and I think that line will creep down. I think it closes around 48 and a half, 48, and uh, two teams that can run the ball in the offense in Denver that can't really score, and a team against the Cowboys uh, that I think will, you know, try to score and do what they do, but I think the Broncos' main effort is going to be trying to keep that offense off the field and, you know, emphasize run game, and I think the Cowboys was one of the, you know, the top run games as well in pro football. I think that matches for a good play on the under in this one. Especially with the backup quarterback, because we don't know if we're having Dak back this week, do we? No, we don't. We do not. So, all right, Keith, uh, what do you think about this game? Cowboys favored by ten. Got a like? Yeah, I got a like on the Cowboys here. Mm. Uh, laying the points, laying the points. The second time Keith has laid ten. Just want to let that be known. <laughs> don't give a fuck. Broncos <laughs> is trash. They traded away cornerstone pieces of the franchise. Then they know what it is. They're reading it in the tea leaves. It's the Raiders' division now. Everybody sees it. I'm riding, riding with Dak. He's back. He's coming back. You see that they, they're going to try to put the pressure on him. He come back bad game, they're going to be talking about this boy Cooper. You know they're going to do it. You know they're going to do it. Back, Dak, back against the wall, job on the line, laying the 10. Give me the Cowboys. All right. Keith likes the Cowboys. Um, Texans, Dolphins next. Uh, hey, let's I, just talk to this Cowboys just lying. Look ahead with seven and a half, now up to 10. And we don't know if Dak is playing. I don't think what we saw on Sunday night was so amazing from Cooper Rush for this line to jump up 10, and the Broncos didn't even play this past week. So that line... They play was... Washington football team, Broncos. I feel like Vegas oh, okay. knows, though. Vegas was the first one to act like Dak was not going to play. They moved the line immediately. Okay. And I feel like they're the first ones to act like he is going to like they, Dak, I feel like Dak's going to play, man. You saw the warm-up. That's what I'm saying. The hip? Yeah, you saw the warm-up. I mean... <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Okay. So, uh, since we were talking about the Raiders, do I want to do that? Uh, no, nah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it. Texas Dolphins, Texas Dolphins, uh, Dolphins favored by six and a half totals 46. Um, I, I really don't have too much for I lean Dolphins. I don't, but yeah. Uh, I, Salman, I lean, what do you, yeah. 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 Salman, what do you think about this game? I'm in the same boat as you. I'm just leaning Dolphins. <laughs> All right, Ron, what do you think? I, I lean Dolphins just because, obviously, these two teams are bad. But if we talk about where they at and t- teams' morale right now, I mean, it's a shit show right now in Houston. Brandon Cooks was trying to get out of there. A couple of other players I've heard were trying to get out of there. And then, you know, the Dolphins, they're still fighting for their lives in terms of jobs, that being Tua Tagovailoa and the head coach, Brian Forrest. So Dolphins have a little bit more to play for these two teams are both one and seven dolphins laying six and a half i think i'll lay it here all right keys uh you laying a point or no i really want to deep dive this line right here no, no i'm just joking <laughs> but i <laughs> i am laying the points <laughs> i am laying the points and i'm gonna ride with the dolphins i'm i'm a believer in two i feel like he's been playing well this year um you know through it all uh, the team is definitely trash uh luckily they're playing an even more trash team in the texans uh so i i laid a, i laid a touchdown at home why not? Yeah. Um, why not? He just laying points all over the all over the Why not? <laughs> the dog uh, covered last week, and I feel like Vegas they saw that. It's with me, um, I, I don't like I said, I don't really I just lean dolphins, but as far as a prop, we just talked about Tua. He's been, you know, you know, throwing the ball well. It's been a lot of attempts the few last few weeks. I talked about that. They were possibly auditioning him. Um, you know, to other teams with those, you know, those passing attempts go up. This week, uh, your guy, sound man, Miles Gaskin, I would probably look to play his props, uh, his carries over um, because we, we expect him to win this game covered by well, the spread of six and a half. And I also just expect him to like, we got to it. He's here. You know, we're going to run. I mean, obviously, you know, they didn't get too much out of the game plan, but they wanted to it to throw. If they get the lead here, they're going to run the ball. So I, I think that might be a sneaky prop. I don't know what the number is currently, though. But uh, Out of all the games that are uh, three of the games outside of the Cowboys game, they've all been like 46, 47 total. This yep. is definitely the most likely to go over, right? 46? Mm. Out of this one, the Browns, Bengals, and Jets, Colts. I'm just looking at the totals just in terms of like, look at how all of these games are going to play. Yeah, I think this one has a good chance to go over. 
Yeah, I, I feel like that's. I mean, yeah, that number is pretty. I mean, yeah, I feel like the number speaks for itself. I mean, it's similar to that same number, and and I mean, shit, the Texans are similar to the Jaguars, and you know that game that they played in London with the Dolphins. That, you know, that game wasn't. It was more points scored in that game than I expected in the second half. I know that. I mean, you see the Texans what they're willing to do with some garbage time. Right, that's another. Because <laughs> they covered that mark this past weekend, right by one. Yeah, they score all those points in like the last whatever, like. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, so next game, Falcons are at the Saints. Saints favored by six, total of 42 and a half. That's pretty low. Um, uh-huh. Falcons under Matt Ryan, 50, 43 and one against the spread after a loss. Um, 38, 41 and one against the spread in division. While uh, Saints under head coach Sean Payton, 50 and 44 against the spread division games. Um, Keith, what do you think about this game? Uh, I honestly don't think much. I, I would lean Saints here, uh, but it's more so a stay away from me. I don't know what's going on with either squad. Uh, quarterback changes. I don't know what's up with Matt Ryan's hand. Um, you, you know what's up with Jameis's knee. I don't expect the same kind of performance out of Trevor Simeon because uh, he's Trevor Simeon. So I'm just, I'm just going to wait and see what both – well, you know what the Falcons are. I don't, I don't know what's up with the Saints right now. It's a stay away from me. All right. Uh, Ron, what do you think? Yeah, uh, only thing I want action on is the Saints team total under in this game. And uh, everything else, you know, that can just go wayside. I'm not not ready to play the Falcons on the road. I don't care if it's in division. Six points is a lot. So I would like to see the Saints meet that mark of six points with a line of 42. That would basically say it would be a 26. Mm, what's that? Uh, 42, so 36. Um, so 18 plus 6. 24-18? Saints? 24-18? Yeah. Yeah. No, that would get you on the over. Yeah. It, it would be 24-20-ish. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. What would it be? Hmm. I think he was like... Oh, 24-17-ish. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Yeah, 17 and a half, 18. I thought you heard 28 or something. No, 24-18. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 18 is so random, though. But yes, 24-17 in that ballpark, for sure. Right. Um, yeah, with me. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, uh, I mean, I, I was gonna say I agree with you with that that Saints team total uh under. Uh, but I think the the under for the game, I mean, I'm I'm obviously not a a, a totals guru, but uh the under for the game, the Falcons do not play well, uh, or at least Matt Ryan throwing the ball. He hasn't thrown the ball well against against good defenses. He only does it against bad defenses. And even we, we saw against with Carolina, I know Carolina's falling off the map. They still have like a top five defense, uh, you know, running and passing, uh, and they're much better at the passing defense. But we saw last week. I mean, he was held to a career low as far as like net yards. So he's been playing pretty well this year, Matt Ryan. But if you yeah. just look at the if you look at the games, he played bad against the good defenses and good against the bad defenses. And, you know, I don't I, disagree. I, yeah, I, I mean, just, I will say the 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 key point to note here is the Saints team total under. And the reason why I love it is because the Saints averaged 25 points a game, 26 in their last three, and obviously 36 this past weekend. And their team total is going to be around 24 this week, which would be the lowest in the past three weeks. And they've gone over that mark in the past three weeks. That in itself will be eye-popping to me, so I'll be looking out for that number. If that number is any lower than what they've scored in the past three weeks, I'll be looking to pull that trigger on the under. Right. All right. Um. Okay. Next game, the Raiders, the Raiders, the <laughs> Raiders. The Raiders favored by three at the New York Giants. Total of 46 and a half. Let me give you guys some stats. Uh, the Raiders, after a win under Derek Carr, 20 and 30 against the spread uh, since 2014. Um, damn, it's no good stats for the Raiders. 35, 39 and two against the spread in non-division games during that same span. And the Giants, what always sticks out, four and eleven against the spread as a home dog uh, under Daniel Jones. So no great stats anywhere. It's no good stats for anybody. Yeah, Something yeah. Gotta do. We'll start with you, Keith. What do you think about this game? I actually, um, surprisingly enough, I have a life on the Raiders here. I feel like this line is a little disrespectful. Um, we're talking about a, a division leader here, uh, probably the toughest division in football. Uh, and the Giants at home are cheeks. They never cover. Uh, the one thing I would be worried about, though, is um, you cannot stop the run, and they do have a prolific running back possibly coming back. Um, that's the only thing that I see stopping us from covering is three points is if 
Uh, it's just a coming out party for uh, the most talented player on the field. I don't believe in Danny Dimes. Uh, I, I probably the only one still call him that, honestly. And that's probably just, it's just in me at this point. It's, it's pretty catchy. Uh, but I feel like this Raiders defense is, a uns- is like the unsung hero of, uh, of, you know what I mean, if you look at what's going on in the NFL. Like, we're actually getting to the quarterback. Um, that's the one thing you got to do. I, well, not the one thing, but if you, you Danny, Daniel Jones has shown that if you get pressure in his face, he's prone to make mistakes. Um, we've been uh, capitalizing on those mistakes this, uh, this year. I feel like the three might be a little too low um, for a team that definitely shouldn't be getting any points for being at home. Yeah, um, personally, I, w- I want to go quickly. Uh, I mean, I lean with the Raiders minus the three. We, I mean, the, the Giants are at home. They're just not good. We, I mean, they're much better on the road. Like to back them there. Don't like to back them at home. Um, I know the Raiders got a lot going on. The Henry Ruggs situation. Um, they were just on a bye week. Um, I, so I, I just lean with them. Uh, but I, I think the... Uh, I, oh, what I was going to say most forward is I'm looking to the Kadarius Tony, uh, Jonathan Abram uh, showdown. It's going to happen. Like, um, it, I mean, how many fists are going to be thrown over under? Like, what, what is it going to be? Like, come on. So um, yeah. I, I'm definitely yeah. looking forward to that one. Uh, but yeah, so, Ron, what do you think about this game? I, I like the Giants in this spot. Uh, I'm not going to, I mean, I, we all know the Giants suck at home covering. So I'm, I just think that's, if that's the handicap, I don't, I don't think that's valid. Specifically looking at the numbers, I think that's kind of square. I mean, Raiders are laying a flat three. They've obviously been much better than this line suggests. So now all of a sudden you're what, five and two? And the Giants are terrible at home and you're only laying three? And then, you know, you talk about the narrative of the Giants not being good at home. The Giants give up 28 points on the road. They only give up 21 points on the at, at home. So their defense actually plays better at home uh, this year. And, I mean, I, I mean I, I'm not going to fall into a narrative of this team can't win home games. Obviously, this trend will have to turn a corner at some point. I'm not saying this is a spot where the, where the corner turns, but I do think this is a week where the Giants can get back and get a win at home, as opposed to a team that has to cover come cross-country with some in-organization issues. And not that he's a, a, a impact on the line, but that's obviously a thing going around right now in the locker room. There's no way that that's not, and I'm not really – you know, loving laying points with the Raiders on the road. I, I don't think the Raiders are trustworthy to be laying points on the road. And this is that one loss in the middle of the season that we always see from this Gruden-led Raiders organization that, you know, they just they they find a way to lose to a team that they're supposed to beat. And I think that this will even up with that game that we ne- didn't expect them to win in Pittsburgh earlier this year. So Gruden's not there anymore. Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> but I mean, this is a flat three. This is as flat as it gets for a team that's five and th- uh, five and two, and a team that's you know fighting to just stay in a, 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 in a bad division. So, Giants at home, I actually really like this play, and uh, I, I think it'll get cheaper as the week goes on. Yeah, and Giants did win their last home game. I, be, I believe they beat Carolina in, in New York. Yeah, yeah, that was Sam yeah. Donner went back to New York, so they did do that. Um, Salman, what do you think about this game? Oh, also, is it chicken sandwich on that, or is it is that not Rome's thing anymore? No. All right, Salman, what do you think about this game? I like the Raiders here too. I'm gonna take the Raiders off a of bye week against the Giants. Shout out to the NFL schedule makers again. Uh, Giants playing two back to back. Uh, AFC, what is it, North or West AFC for you guys? AFC, two back to back AFC West opponents. No play, play these, play these Chiefs uh, Monday night. Play- Playing real well, you lose by three. You're probably thinking, all right, cool. We could probably go in here and we should be able to beat the Raiders at home. I don't think that's the deal. Let's see what this interim head coach can do. Get uh, Josh Jacobs back, get Waller back, um, and do it for rugs, man. Um, so Raiders come in wow. here, go crazy, and um, what? get some points, <laughs> man. Go for rugs, bro. Go crazy. Nah, they do it for, come on, bro. Come on. That is a lot. <laughs> I think also he's going through nah. things as, as a person who really likes the Giants here obviously there'll be value on the money line but I'm definitely going to be pulling the trigger on their alternative spread uh, they'll probably be laying maybe one and a half so it'll be Giants minus one and a half and you get that extra I much rather like the Giants like the money line like where if they're going to get covered they're just going to beat us like if we, that's, if we that's what I'm saying that's why I like yeah. the alternative mm-hmm. spread if they're going to beat y'all they're going to beat y'all about three or more points and the line is three if i played alternative money line now it's not gonna go six that's basically a pleaser it's gonna meet me somewhere in the middle at like four and a half which is one and a half i'll lay one and a half with the giants i like them that much I, like i said going back to one of my points if you play somebody on the line and you like them and the line is three you don't expect them to win by four you should be playing teams that you like 
that in lines of three, you should be expecting them to win by six or more. If not, you're on the wrong side. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm looking at this sheet. Interesting. Two stayaways for this next game. Patriots minus four at the Panthers. Total 41. Rome, what do you think? Uh, Panthers team total under. This team can't get it together offensively. Sam Darnold looks bad. They're going to continue to play him for the rest of the year. They're also going to continue. I don't know if he's going to play, though. He's in okay. concussion protocol. So they're going to put Peter Walker. PJ, yeah, yeah. So they'll hand <laughs> the ball off and continue to try and emphasize the run against a Patriots team that also runs the ball uh, pretty efficiently. They only run the ball about 24 times a game, but you see this past weekend, they run when they want to run and they run when they need to run. And I think against this Panthers defense, that is very good on the back end. They're not as stout on the front end. I think their line is built for a pass rushing outside of Derrick Brown and Morgan Fox. Uh, so, I mean, I'm not really worried about them being able to stop the run here. And I, I, I like the under on the Panthers team total. That's why this team, this full game total is the lowest on the board this week at 41, because these are two teams, a bad offense and a team that can run the ball. So I'll just take the Panthers team total because I know that might be a backup quarterback in it. And if it's not, it might be even better because Sam Darnold is shook right now. So Panthers team total. Yeah, for me, uh, just quickly, I, I just lean with the, the Panthers plus the four points. I just know Matt Rule as a dog is like, you know, 40 and 14 against the spread off the top of my dome. Um, so, you know, I, I like that. Um, and, you know, and then they're just, I mean, they're seven and two against the Spurs, a home dog. The Panthers are uh, under his toolage. So I, I'll lean with the Panthers in this spot. And then the uh, Patriots team uh, that they, they throw the ball well. They actually run the ball. They don't, you know, they run the ball. Uh, they're bottom 10 in running the ball, um, top 13 in passing. But this Panthers team, um, it's pretty tough to pass on them. I can see them getting out of here with a three-point win, Belichick type shit. And uh, so I'll just lean with the Panthers um, and a good defense. Next game, Bills minus 14 and a half at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Total of 49. Total went up today as well. I noticed that when I was editing the lines. Uh, <laughs> see what you guys think. Oh, sound man. I'll start with you. Bills Mafia. What do you think about this game? I'm leaning Bills here. I'm not going to take the points like I did last week, even though they cover for me. I'm not doing it again here with the Jags. I really don't have too much for this game as well. Urban Myers stinks. The Jags stink. Um, but the Bills, I mean, you know. I mean, to Rome's point, they did play a tough. The, the Dolphins did play them tough, a divisional opponent last week. So I really don't have nothing for 14 and a half on the road. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I don't think you should. And I love I the Jags here. <laughs> um, I love the Jags. This line is going to stay right there. One of those football numbers that I like catching points at, specifically at home, specifically in the game out of division. Uh, this could be an easy letdown spot for the Bills, a young team that's still learning how to win and win the right way. Uh, so, yeah, I, I like the Jags team total here. And as well, uh, if the Jags team total is going to cover, they're going to have to score points with the Bills. Bills start off really flat this past weekend, really slow. So, uh, you know, total at 49, that means there's going to be some points scored in here. Uh, NFL average for totals this year is 48. And this game is one point over the NFL average. I like the, the Jags be able to get on the board here against the uh, against the Bills. So I like the 14 and a half. I also like the Jags team total over. I think those two things are correlated. Yeah, it does sound like a correlated spot. All right. Uh, I was, it was a stay away from me. I got nothing. Uh, Keith, did you have something for that game? No, not really. All right, yeah, all right, but all right. So I'm gonna actually compile these next two together. Tell me, um, <laughs> I suck every time. We <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. So basically, because I don't have anything for you to these games. <laughs> tell, tell me, um, you know, which either which home fave would you back? Um, if you had to make one bet, Ravens are laying five and a half at home. Rams are laying seven and a half at home. Ravens versus the Vikings. Rams versus the Titans. Uh, I'll start with me. Um, I, I will actually take the um, the seven and a half with the Rams. Um, I know that they're, um, you know, they're defensively, they have to get better. Um, we know that they made that trade for Von Miller. I thought it was necessary. Like, give up 22 points in the fourth quarter to Davis Mills. I know that you take the brakes off, but, I mean, you can't. With they, with that, that was a little disgusting. But, um, so, I mean, I think the, the Titans have a lot to adjust to. Their defense, we talked about it, Salmon, on the Monday pod. Um, it, it, there's a lot to be desired as far as their defensive backs. They're still giving up over 267 yards per game when they air. So um, I, I would take the Rams laying the points at home uh, rather than a Baltimore team who still cannot, uh, you know, defend the pass. They're 32nd in that category, Baltimore is. So I'd rather take this Rams team that I know can put up points. 
against our Titans DBs and a defense that uh, looks like it's going to be improving with the addition of Von Miller. Um, Salman, which which game would you bet between those two? Uh, as of today, I would probably be on your same side with the Rams here. Um, Titans definitely going to have to adjust to a lot. You losing a guy that accounted for over 70% of your offense. I mean, he is the focus of that offense. So what are you going to do points-wise? The Rams have been covering these spreads pretty simply these past few weeks. They did not cover the last They didn't cover? No, 20 give up 22. They were laying like 17. They they won by 16. 22 points in the fourth quarter. You're right. I'm going to still go Rams right now. I think um, come later on in the week, I would like to see um, all the players, if any, that the Ravens have that were injured, if they're going to be back or not after the bye week here. I think... um, Tough L for the Vikings, uh, but the Ravens, I mean, you get a bye week. You you went into your bye week, you took the L against the uh, Bengals. I think you probably went into the bye week. You're probably motivated to win. But I would want to see if anybody at all is coming back from injury. But as of today, I'll probably – you know what? Never mind. I'm going to take the Ravens here. I'll, I'll lay the points with the Ravens instead of the Rams in this one. Man. All right, should be noted, John Harbaugh, 9-6 and six against the spread after a bye. Keith, uh, which uh, home fade would you take here? Ravens laying a five-and-a-half. Or the Rams laying a seven and a half against the Titans? Uh, I think I'll definitely go with the Rams here. Uh, just the Titans, I <laughs> I just don't know what, what they're going to do now. Like, Derrick Henry is their offense. So he's even, like, uh, to me, the key point of their passing game. Uh, they, they, without them establishing that run, getting that play action involved, uh, the, the team just looks doesn't look nearly as good. They don't look like a Super Bowl contender at all. Um, so... Uh, while the Rams have issues, they are definitely a team with a with a clear identity and are definitely our contenders. So if you're gonna ask me which one do I like more to uh, to back, it's definitely the Rams. Definitely uh, considering the fact that I, I was leaning with the Vikings to cover the five five and a half anyway. So yeah, and I think that's why uh, I asked that question because it kind of covers both. Like which you you would probably you know you know if you're not gonna back the Ravens, you will you kind of lean with the Vikings. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Rome, you got a, you got an answer for us on that one? No, just one comment on this Rams Titans game. Total no. is still fifty three and a half. No Derrick Henry. Obviously, we would expect a person that has seventy percent of the contributed offensive efficiency to um, impact the, the scoring total, and specifically on a Titans team that is very much relying on the run game on first and second downs. Uh, total still at fifty three and a half. That's pretty high. Somebody's gonna have to. Both teams are gonna have to score points for this this line to be met. So, uh, I mean, I would like to be the contrarian here and bet Titans team total over. I mean, they're going to have to pass the ball more, more opportunity, whether it's in garbage time or anything. I think your, your, I think your, uh, what's, what do we always mention? Your interest is always aligned, uh, specifically in this, in this spot, because even if they're down, they're going to be trying to pass to improve a passing game in which they expect Derrick Henry to be out for a couple of weeks. So, high total at 50 weeks. <laughs> I, I think he'll be back this season. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You want to give a chicken sandwich bet on that? I mean, that, oh no, I'm good. All right, all right, all right. I'm not gonna be injury. That's OD. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, you know, I'm the dirtiest in the game. I'm not saying like I'm not saying like he will be back, but I think there's a good possibility he'll be back this 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 year. Yeah, if they make the playoffs. Yes. Yeah, all right. Game. So let's move on. Three more games on the board. Uh, Chargers are at the Eagles. Chargers favored by one and a half. Totals fifty. Um, so, I mean, are the Chargers going to get back in the win column this week? No, Rome's got nothing. Sound, man, what do you got? I think the Chargers get back in the win column. Um, like I said, they let me down. I said that again. yet again. I keep referencing the Monday morning part, but they, they let me down a couple times this season. I think they need to get back on track this week. Uh, fat and happy, we say it all the time, albeit against the Lions. The Eagles destroyed them 44-6. to You're back home. Chargers coming back to the East Coast. Just get a win, man. One and a half points, man. Just just get a win outright. I think I like the Chargers here, man. That's all I got. I like the Chargers here. <laughs> all right, Keys, what do you think? Uh, F the Chargers? Is that your, your motto? Um, no, I mean, actually, when I first saw this, I liked the Chargers uh, thinking about it. But as I'm looking at the numbers, I think I'm going to actually, actually lean with the Eagles. And I think this might be a good spot. Um, you know what I mean? Like, if you like playing money line on dogs, I don't know how much value you're going to get. They're only one and a half point phase. But um, I know that uh, randomly the Eagles started out as one of the most pass happiest teams uh, in the league, like the first couple of weeks. Uh, and I, I, I remember uh, speaking to that on one of the previous pods that I was on. Since then, though, they've actually been back to the team that I guess more people thought they would be. 
They were actually one of the most run-happy teams, like situation neutral. Um, and against this Chargers team, I think that's a um, actually the, the recipe for success. They're literally the worst team against the run in the NFL. Um, so I feel like there's a good chance that the Eagles can establish themselves. Obviously, um, the you, you never see the a path to the, the Chargers win this game and probably uh, could win it by a lot. The, the spread, I mean, the total is up to, up to 50. So they think there's going to be some point score in this game. But I, I think I like the Eagles here to establish themselves with that run. That's, I feel like that's a safer bet if you put money on it than um, the, this Chargers team uh, getting right on offense, which uh, hasn't really happened of late. Um, the yeah. other team is looking as good as they were early in the season. That's, yeah. that's true. This Chargers offense does not look good as they have earlier in the season. And also this Chargers defense, we, he just mentioned, can't stop the run. But they also can't get off the field on third downs, specifically on the road. 44% on third downs at home. Uh, that goes up to 48%. Uh, on the road. That's basically a 50-50 chance of opponents getting first downs while the Chargers are on the road. So an offense that's not clicking and a defense that can't stop the run is a recipe for a team that would be an early exit to the playoffs or what we're used to being usually a 10-6 and six ball club that misses the playoffs because they can't do those fundamental things. All right. Um, wait, wait. Yeah, go ahead. Was that Rome saying fuck the Chargers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only side I could play on this game is <laughs> So that, that line just stinks. <laughs> All right, uh, me. Look ahead with six. Yeah, um, so that, that's Nine what I'm going to get into. That's me, crazy. I'm actually going to like the Chargers at the minus one and a half. A uh, few reasons why. Eagles, best bet against the Raiders a couple weeks ago. Oh, I remember that. That was me. Uh, I'm not I'm not going to back this team here in this spot. I think I think the Chargers have enough offensive weapons to, to handle the Eagles. Um, so I know the Eagles are kind of catching their stride. They played better, much better against the Lions last week. But when it comes down, I mean, this look ahead was minus six. Um, so we've obviously seen money coming on this Eagles team. But did the Chargers look that bad? They played some some good opponents in the last couple of weeks. Uh, I mean, with the Ravens and then, um, you know, coming off the black bye, they played the Patriots. And I know uh, Soundman last week just kind of brushed off. Uh, oh, you're just, you know, you're playing Bill Belichick, you know. But I'm like, yo, that's a big deal. So um, I think, you know, you're going against a much less competent coach in this Nick Sicario guy, whatever his name is. I think I have the better coach here between their two rookie coaches. Um, Chargers, I think they're just going to get it done. So uh, backs against the wall, motivational P. I got a good quarterback. I have good offensive weapons. Um, and, I, you know, you just hope you just hope you can get the uh, the, the Eagles off the field running the ball. But uh, maybe they'll get cute, which they have the whole first month of the season. So, yeah. Uh I mean, this is just one of those classic Charger spots where they go East Coast, they're showing promise, and they lose a close game. So I, I, I'll just continue to fade that until we see otherwise from this franchise. All right, there it is. Historically, the Chargers do not get it done in this spot. I totally agree with that one. All right, uh, Packers at the Chiefs. So pick them now. Chiefs look ahead was two and a half. Total 54 and a half. Rome, starting with you, what do you think about this game? I'm going to go to the well here on the Chiefs team total over. Did it last the other night. That didn't cover. It's really a bad bet by me. Um, to be honest, I just saw the 31 and a half and I saw the total and I thought that kind of made sense. But I was looking too deep into the line, specifically with the team and the Giants that ran the ball too much. However, that's not the issue this week. Packers are going to be passing. Chiefs are going to be passing. There'll be a lot of plays ran in this game, giving me more opportunity to cover the team total, specifically with the line at Pickham. This line says this team is going to, you know, both teams are going to be within, what, the 24-ish uh, points, 20, 23-ish points. Chiefs team total sit around 31 all year, uh, and this is a spot where I think I'm catching value and a discount on that, and specifically on the offense that is going to have to turn the corner and get going sometime soon. I think they will at home, back-to-back -back weeks. Chiefs team total over 24 and a half. I like it up to 25. Uh, I think it's going to be more than 24, though, Ron. Fit The total is 54 and a half. I mean, divide that by two, that's 27. So they're expecting both teams to score about 26 yeah, to 27. True. You're right. You're right. So, I mean, I think it's it, – well, we don't have the number yet for yeah. disclosure, but you're right. That's bad math. It would be around 26, 26 and a half. And, uh, I mean, I like that, too, because at the end of the day, the difference between – me liking 24 and 26. Like I said, if I like to play a line, I'm not going to think that two points was really going to keep me from playing a line. If that mean, if, if that's if that's what keeps me from playing a line, that, that, that's not the right side. So I still like it. I think they could score 28 or put more points. Going back to my point, their lines are usually around 31, 31 and a half. So I think I'm getting a discount still at 26, 26 and a half. 
All right. Salman, what do you think about this game? Tack, uh, Packers and Chiefs. Take them. Love the uh, love the Packers here on the road. Um, as I was listening to Aaron John Wick Rogers today on Aaron Rogers Tuesdays, he just seemed very calm. I like to judge how he is, and I'll judge the Packers like that. He seemed very calm today. He spoke to Patrick Mahomes' woes right now. He's letting him know, like, you know what I'm saying? I've been there before. You got to figure it out on your own. I don't think this is the week they figure it out. You know what I mean? State Farm Bowl is here. I think Rogers going to roll into a Chiefs kingdom. It's going to be a four o'clock game, Romo Nance game. And um, I think they're just going to handle their business to pick them. I don't, it doesn't matter how much they win, but I think they'll just beat this Chiefs team. Chiefs can't figure it out every week. We say this is the week they'll probably figure it out. Every team they play, they should figure it out. We thought they should figure it out after only scoring three against the Giants. And you only put up 20 last night, or excuse me, three against the Titans. You only put up 20 against the Giants. So it's just like, I don't think this is the game they'll figure it out. Not against Aaron Rodgers and these Packers, obviously one seven straight. Give me the Packers and a pick them. Um, yeah, for me quickly, uh, I, I like the Packers in this spot. I mean, I just think the Chiefs are just over, you know, just, just going through a lot. They continue not to cover two and well, three and 13, their last 16 regular season games. The Chiefs are, um, usually this is a, a point that I will fade the Packers because they kind of, they always have a letdown spot this time of the year. Um, but the Chiefs, um, you know, I, I think the Packers, you know, Aaron Rodgers is going to be motivated considering who's he, who he's going up against. Um, so I, I, I like the Packers in this spot. Keith, what do you think? Stay away from me. It's the popcorn game. It's popcorn versus, game. versus Rogers. It's, it's All nothing. right. Um, should be noted, Aaron, uh, Packers under Aaron Rodgers, 85-65 in four non-division games, 66-52 uh, and one against the spread as a road team. So, All right. Last game on the board for us, gentlemen. Cardinal, Cardinals pick them at the 49ers. Total 46 and a half. Uh, NFC West guy. Salman, what do you think? Yeah, I just had to stay away here, but I just thought to myself, this is a pick em, man. Cardinals. Give me the Cardinals here, man. The, the Niners, man. We don't know about these guys. I agree with you saying often right. that, you know, this is not this is not the few years ago. You know, these aren't the same 49ers. What they can't get. are you talking about? These are not the same 49ers, man. Cardinals just lost their first game, had 10 days to think about it, going on the road. Oh, what did I say? What is the stat I said? These Niners have not won a home game in, like, how many times? Since, like, 11, 12 games straight? This is not, this is not it. Not, not this week. Not against the Cardinals. Absolutely not. Let's get back on track here. Give me the Cardinals and a pick em. Simple pick em. Simple pick. Em. Simple pick them. Simple pick. They pulled. They had to go to extremes pretty much to beat the Bears last. They did not. They covered comfortably in the end. In the end. It was in the not end. Easy. It's like the Bills cover comfortably in the end. Cardinals in a pickle, man. <laughs> yeah, I love the 49ers here in this spot, and it's all about the line. I could. I could. I don't even want to watch. I, I would not even have to watch the game or handicap the game outside of this line. Cardinals team that's much better in terms of the record. 49ers team that's just now getting their first win in what three weeks and i mean a team in the 49ers that had higher predictions in the season win value than the cardinals and here we are look at what's three and a half cardinals now down to pick them i mean line opens basically at pick them so the the what the 49ers basically just earned back three points of home field advantage i don't think so i think it's just the 49ers being that much better than what the books and the sharps thought it would, thought that they were heading and trending towards uh yeah, 49ers. Um, for me, I just lean with the Cardinals, but I don't know if Kyler Murray's gonna play. I, I heard that he could be out a week or two. So I, you know, I think that speaks to the line movement as well. There's some uncertainty there, like kind of what you just saw with the Dak Prescott. So um I, I just lean with the Cardinals though. Uh considering that he might play. I know Hudson's coming off IR this week. So um, and you know, I'm now back in the 49ers and, and I'm yeah, no good, no good. So uh but Keith, what do you think about this game? Yeah, I um I I like the Cardinals here with the caveat that um that Kyler Murray plays, of course, and he's like fairly healthy. Um, if it's a it was a questionable game time decision, it's more of a stay away from me. Uh, but if Kyler Murray's out there, he's he's looking like he's gonna play. I like them, um, for the simple fact that um I I know the 49ers are really good against the pass, but I feel like Kyler Murray and this uh, Cardinals offense is kind of like a, a outlier, proven to be this season. Um, a little hiccup last last week, but. 
literally playing against the GOAT. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo playing better of late, but he's not that. Uh, so I, I got to lean with the, with the Cardinals here. Pretty much alike. All right, let's go. Tease me picks, gentlemen. Tease me picks. Um, I guess I'll start with me this week. Um, <laughs> Six-point teaser. Give me the Falcons plus 12 points uh, off the Saints' big win. Um, did I just tease the Falcons? I think I did, yes. Um, teasing the Falcons plus the 12 points. And I will take... Um, so I want the Packers plus six or Rams pick them. Um, I'll take the Packers plus the six points. Anybody else? Yeah, give me Titans plus 13 and a half. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tease the over or the total of 46 between the Dolphins and the Texans of 40. Yeah, and I'll tease the uh, 49ers up to uh, six and a half, and then I'll also tease the Browns up to... That's uh, a pick them, bro. That's a pick them. Like, you get them a six. Six and a half point teaser, right? A six Just, point teaser. Okay, tease them up to six. Um, Bro's I'm always gonna, trying to get that, that extra point, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going uh, to go with the funny uh, same game teaser. I'm going to tease the Dolphins down to uh, uh, minus half a point, like basically a pick them. I'm going to also tease the, uh, the over. Over 40. Come on, give me give me 41 points. 41 points. All right. There it is. Tease me picks and best bets presented by Bluehost. Best bets are brought to you by Bluehost.com. Bluehost is your best around when it comes to site hosting. If you're starting a business, promoting a product, or writing a blog, Bluehost is for you. There's a ton of themes that will fit your unique style. They supply you with email integration to reach your supporters, premier plugins, and more, all for less than $5 a month. Log in now to bluehost.com slash track slash Consulting to get the best offer for your site hosting. This is Omatic, a.k.a. Soundman, and these are the best bets for the week. Mike Curry's best bets are the Bills' first half minus 7.5. He likes the Bengals minus 2.5. And he likes the Cardinals money line. P's best bets are the Chargers minus one and the Falcons plus six. The Soundman special are the Brownies.